and welcome to the Growing Happy Families podcast, where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick, and work out what helps you to get along better. This podcast is in no way an expert directive on how you should be parenting your children. After all, you are the experts on your family. But it is my sincere hope that you might hear something that helps you feel supported and understood as you go about the business of raising your next generation. My name is Kim Leone, and I'm here today talking with my lovely co-host and pal, Mari Perks. Morning, Kim. How are you today? Good morning. How is Mari? I'm well, actually. Yeah, I'm well. It's been a, a good week and we've had, you know, a bit a bit of rain, but we've had more sunshine. Springtime yes. is officially here, I think. Oh, absolutely. We have bluebells in our woods now. Lovely. Absolutely beautiful. Amongst other things, it just hit me the other day. I thought we've got grape hyacinths. Mm-hmm. Great hyacinths, but you can't make wine from them. No, I know it's unfair, isn't it? Sad, really, but they are beautiful. So yeah. the sun is just shining here, mm. and uh, yes, yeah, so it's a good day. So I was just wondering, knowing that we talked last time about um, the five secrets yeah. to happy children, mm. and uh, and you talked about developing it and um, putting it out there to people. And I'm wondering how that's going. Where's it? Um, has it moved on a bit? The developments. Well, actually, it has. And I am, I have officially put onto Eventbrite kind of a free taster session that I'm going to run on the 25th of May, I think it is, um, so that people can kind of get a feeling without having to pay anything, a bit of an idea of what it's like, this group that I'm planning on running, um, and just kind of introduce the ideas behind that programme. And yeah, that I've been thinking about it a lot because it's been on my, you know, on my agenda for ages to get something out and up and running. Um, and the pandemic kind of got in the way and everything. But I decided I'd go with it anyway and just do online stuff because, you know, people could do with a little bit, hopefully, of, um, you know, new new ideas, perhaps, or old ideas, but re- recycling them and, you know, just adjusting the focus really so that's what I'm planning on doing I think it's an interesting one isn't it because when we talk about parenting and parenting groups I think everybody has a little picture that comes into their head about somebody very prescriptive saying yes and this is how you do it um I know there's a program not necessarily a parent but about a nanny who's gone over to America and she gets families sorted in a week but I just watch it very slightly um so i know you so i'm guessing that's not how you would be when you're talking about parenting and how to raise children it's it's something that i try and keep away from because i think everybody i i think everybody is the expert on their own children and what works for one family with that child or those children won't necessarily work as well for another family because you know people are different the children are all unique everybody's unique right and everybody's got their own way of of doing things and their own value set and all those things will tie into how you work as a parent and how you want to raise your children so I don't go in and say right 
this is what we're going to do. And that's the whole point of the five secrets, really, is it's a set of uh, principles and I, a framework, if you like, that I kind of put together. But it, it allows people to start investigating and exploring those secrets, the ideas behind them for themselves in relation to their family. So, I mean, that's one thing. The other thing that you said there was that people have got a very, you know, some people have got an idea about parenting groups when they hear the words that sort of puts a little cold shiver up their back and I think that that it's a shame that that parenting groups and parenting work has got such a bad rap really because you know going back a long time people were made to go on parenting groups if they were having um, problems with children or you know in some cases the court would order it when their child got antisocial behaviour orders and things like that back in the day. And so people feel that, you know, oh, if I've got to go on a parenting course, I must be a bad parent. And absolutely not. I, I really can't stress that enough. Mm. What struck me there when you said about um, the antisocial behaviour and mm. court orders was that my sense of it is that it's a really good thing to do when your children are quite small. I think, mm. some, dare I even say, for some people who are not quite there with their little ones yet, but, you know, a, a pre-baby thing. Of, yeah. I'm just really curious about how people do this. Because if you've got as far as the antisocial behaviour bit, it's not irredeemable, but it's much harder work. Absolutely. So... I read somewhere, and apologies to the, the person who said this, uh, because I can't remember his name, but he said it's much cheaper and easier to raise a child than to fix a child. To, or to fix an adult. To fix well. an adult, sorry, yeah. that's it. Raise yeah. a child uh, than to fix an adult, because yeah. you're kind of having to... It's like underpinning a house that the foundations sure. aren't, aren't working properly. Yeah. Um, so I, I get the sense of that that this is it's almost like a gift to people and saying well, let's look at how we could maybe share some ideas it's not prescriptive as in this is what we will do and you will follow these actions and your child will come out the other end perfect because a i don't think there are any such things as perfect parents perfect children or perfect anything you know we are as good as we can be and everybody tries to be a good parent there's that side of things, but also, you know, again, as I say, I don't know how your children and your family works. It's that's your area of expertise. And I offer some ideas for you to go, mm, let me walk around this one a bit and see what it looks like from various sides. Yeah, that might work with my lot. Or no, that one won't. But what if I did this? You know, I'll try this instead. And, and the other thing that I like to do is to encourage people that's my mission in life in a way and so part of what I do when I do parenting work is encourage the parents about what's already working and mm. often when things are going a bit wonky we focus on the wonky bits and we forget that things are going well in other bits mm. the, the bits that went well mm. one of the things that, that when you're talking and I think you did say something along the lines that, that will work with my lot 
uh, and being one of four myself, mm. I remember in school that it was like um, expecting us all to perform the same in school and be yes. the same. I'm the yeah. only girl of the four. I say girl, I'm older than a girl now. Um, and I read recently somebody saying that it's um, encouraging the uniqueness in each of our children and bringing out what makes them special and yeah. what their, if I think Adam said, you know, what their role is within the sibling group, yeah. rather than being lumped together as even in the family, this will work for all of the family necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because we're all individuals, aren't we? And, you know, as as you were saying there and kind of referring to Adler, the idea that we are all born into the same family is also quite a fallacy, really, isn't it? Because if you're a firstborn, there's no children ahead of you. It's just you and mum and dad, probably. But if you're a secondborn, there's somebody ahead of you who's getting possibly different, you know, privileges, is treated differently, is talked to differently because they're older and more experienced. And then if someone else comes along who's behind you, they're going to be the younger sibling who possibly gets treated differently again. So we're all in a different position and we all see things from that unique position. And we have different temperaments and different things that we like or don't like. So each of us is unique, absolutely, mm. for sure. And so, yes, it's important. And what also what Adler said was, we all want to feel safe and to belong and to feel that we have some worth in that family or social, because we're born into a social grouping. We're not mm. born into a little vacuum bubble. So we relate to other people. Mm. We have to feel special. Otherwise, we're not going to thrive. So there's, there's encouragement, there's a sense of, and, and I'm picking up there the word special, and I know you very well, and you don't mean the little stars and glitter the whole time, you're so special <laughs> and you're wonderful, but yeah. that you, there's something about you that's unique, and and what I notice about you yeah. is this, yeah. you know, even as a parent, oh, I've noticed yeah. how brilliantly you kick that football, or I've noticed how lovely your drawings are or and that you really concentrate and I, I like the way you use colours or all of those things. And I know yeah. as, a, as an adult, as not like people necessarily say I love the way you've coloured your rainbow. Um you know when somebody says something positive to me I know that I go, oh yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. And so and it doesn't have to have like um you know all the marching bands and bunting and you don't want party poppers, do you? You just want a like a notice, as you say. You just want to be noticed. Yes. And that sort of affirmation that there's something about you that is that makes you you. Yeah. That makes you and valuable I think, and worthwhile. I think as well, and I and I know again with you that this will be in there, that sometimes as parents, I remember um oh, a while ago somebody saying um when you're pregnant make the most of the attention because the minute the baby's born it won't be on you anymore true yeah um yeah. so Love there's that. some yeah so there's something there about giving the parents some of that encouragement and affirmation and yes. recognition mm. that they as human beings are also you know they have a place in that group and they have a place mm. as a parent but they think sometimes especially as 
not trying to exclude fathers, but especially as mothers, we kind of lose a sense of ourselves when we become parents because we are the mum of the children and we have these specific roles to fill. And I work with adults who have kind of lost a sense of who they are within yeah. this whole parenting thing. So I'm yeah. just, I suppose I have to make that a question. So is there something in there that gives some of that to the, the mums and dads that come to you? Absolutely. I think what I'm doing when I'm working with parents is looking at their strengths as well and how you know what is it that that they really engage in in what is it that's important to them their value system for instance and trying to work with that and develop it and kind of nurture it as well because as you say if you've lost and it does happen with dads as well it's just it's not just a a, a mum thing that, that dads especially nowadays when they're so much more involved in their children's upbringing it is hard to kind of remember that you have a personality and your own self as well as being mum or dad I think that's part of definitely for me part of the priorities of what five secrets is about because the biggest one and actually it's not even one of the five secrets but to me the overarching secret of happy children is happy parents and so Part of my job working with parents is to help them to feel okay enough and and happy with what they're doing and who they are. And that may or may not be related to their parenting work, you know. Hmm. But I do think it's, we, we've used the word modelling and, <laughs> and I'll just think of the word mirroring. The children kind of mirror and the parent is a model so that if sure. the parent is is lacking self-esteem and is not sure about what they're doing or is angry all the time because their perfect vision of how parenting should be just isn't working mm. because it involves all the messy stuff as well as all the going out for a walk in the park and what have you that sometimes children will kind of absorb that and pick that up and not be happy children because what they're having modeled to them not deliberately sure by the parents is this more negative way of being yeah I, I think especially you know we've had this pandemic for oh, a long time now well over a year and that's affected so much of our lives and so much of our mental health even people who normally are happy and well balanced and feel like they're really you know, rocking the whole whatever it is that they're doing, even people who normally get on really well are finding it a struggle. It is a struggle. And we all need encouragement. Mm. I think we all need encouragement. Don't You don't have to wait until you're at rock bottom to get a hand up. No, and is, I think that's kind brilliant. So I think you've, you've kind of laid the grounding for, for why again mm -hmm. the, the five secrets so can you give us I know it's going to be a taster session but if people kind of click on Eventbrite and come to that taster session what kind of thing might they be expecting or they'll be expecting one thing but what what are you hoping to tell them uh what I am hoping to do is is introduce the secrets first of all first and foremost 
and then to kind of give a little taste of what it will be like in a typical session. So we might do an activity, well, we will do an activity. It'll be on Zoom, so it'll be in breakout rooms, but it will also give people an opportunity to share just a teeny bit. And, and it's only what they feel comfortable sharing with other people who are on the call, just to sort of share some ideas about an aspect. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it now, but the, you know, one of the aspects of parenting, one of the most important things mm. that I think everybody is concerned about when they have children and how they see that. Because a lot of the time, it's like if you're on a journey, you need to know before you can decide how to get to the place you want to be, you need to know where you are now. Mm. And quite often we're so caught up in the firefighting tasks of you know sweeping up and mopping up the spillage or whatever um that we we don't have time always to sit down and just go okay so where is it we are right this minute mm. with all the different children how you know what developmentally how are they doing um and where would we like to be headed mm. and when we forget to do that we we don't know how to get there obviously you know that makes sense doesn't it so this this is the other sort of aspect, I guess, of the taster session. It's kind of going, okay, so where are we? Mm. Is this the right thing for me to do? You know, and what, what is it that I really want to get out of, of anything, whether I do this course or another course or something completely different? So there's no ties. There's no obligation. It's just a, just a two-hour opportunity, really, to mm. take a breath and go, okay, where are we then? What's happening? It sounds amazing. One of the things that I was reflecting as you were talking was that we often parent having reference to how we were parented yep, or in some ways sure. looking back to how we were parented and saying definitely not going to do it that way I'm going to do it this way yeah and yet especially with the second one there isn't because we're all so different there isn't an instruction manual out there yeah. that applies to everybody is there no there really isn't it's hard isn't it because you kind of all you've got to go on is as you say what how you were parented as a small child and whether that that was I'm going to do that because it was great or I'm never going to do that because it was awful there's that side of things or there's watching your friends parents be parents and you know those kind of things so it is it's very much about what we picked up as kids mm. and and that's all we have I think also we need to learn how to trust ourselves in knowing what we think is you know going to work for our family and keeping our eye on where we're trying to go rather than always what's happening right under our noses and that sounds counterintuitive it's something that we cover in the course really mm. the mm. sessions I think one of the other things that I was, I suppose I was hyper aware of as a young parent um, was there's always, there always seemed to be somebody who's, who's, I wouldn't do it like that. Answering my own question, come back to me on this, is that bit of encouragement will probably help to deal with that one. But is, does it come up for you? Does it, is it something that's in the, conversation to five secrets 
that's a really good question. I don't think I deal with it as a kind of a specific thing to cover. But as you say, you know, we often are faced with some sort of criticism or judgment from outside. And so it generally comes up in some way. And I think we deal with it depending on who, you know, who's in the group and what their experience is and how old their children are, because all those things will make a difference to what comes comes up for people. But my overriding sort of mission, if you like, is to get parents to feel that they're the experts, mm. you know. And, and if you think that this is going to work, then you've got to trust yourself. And other people don't come from your family. They don't live in your household they don't know what it's like mm. so they may have an opinion and you know that's their business isn't it that's their business if they have an opinion yes but it may not always be the most helpful thing for you no you know what's needed that's why I'm a, a great proponent of parenting groups because mm. then you can talk to people and kind of get the feel for what else is you know what else do people do other than what other people tell you you should do Mm-hmm. Yes, and that people can take it or not. Yeah, it's not prescriptive. I I do like when I was training, um, studying my Adlerian diploma. I remember the dual the tutor saying, um, "When somebody has an opinion, that's their opinion. You don't yes. have to take it from them." Yeah, they, and they I think there's it. a meme. <laughs> there's a meme on Facebook or you know on social media somewhere that says what other people think is none of your business. And exactly. It's so true. It is, it is so true. very true. It's very hard to to uh, if you're not very confident. It's very not. It's a very hard thing to own and say no. It's not because I'm yeah. just going to keep listening and, and trying to do all of these things. If I was a young parent now, I, I'd like to know. I want to sign up for this because I want to know that my children are happy but sadly we don't necessarily know that until they're grown up and they tell us it's a long-term thing isn't it child rearing and I think you're right sometimes the things that we it's like planting seeds that take a really lot like a tree you know it doesn't grow overnight it's not a an annual plant that you're going to have this massive growth in a season it's going to take a long time and sometimes the fruit from the tree doesn't come back to you for many, many years mm. before they go, you know what, mum, you did an okay job. You yeah. know what, dad, I'm really glad that you're my dad. You know, it doesn't happen yes. often. But the other thing that I got from that, what you were just saying actually was the fact that if we want to learn to drive, for instance, we'll, we know that we've got to go and have driving lessons. We can't learn on our own. If we want to be, um, you know, if we want to learn how to be a carpenter, we go to a a course or we'll apprentice with somebody who can teach us. And in those situations, we don't go, oh, I'm a bad carpenter or I'm a bad driver because I don't know how to drive. And so I kind of I hope that people can see the same and apply it to parenting. You know, I'm not a bad parent just because I don't know how to handle this thing that's happened because overnight children change. We probably all know that. They wake up in the morning and they go, I hate that. I, I've never liked peas. I don't know why you think I do. And you go, well, you ate a really big car yesterday. And I, I don't like peas. I never like peas. So, you know, when those kind of things happen, we need to have a fallback plan. And mm. you know, nine times out of ten, we probably haven't. So what's, what's to stop us going on 
a parenting group, you know? Exactly. What other people are coming up with. Yeah. So what I'm thinking now is, as we're coming to the close, sadly, of this, because I'm getting a lot of interesting stuff out of it, is just if you could just remind us when that date and time is, and it's on Eventbrite. And... It's the 25th of May, and I've got two... Um, sessions on one's in the morning at 11 30 till 1 30 and the other one is on at seven o'clock in the evening till nine o'clock and they're um, they're on eventbrite under five secrets to happy children so and Amazing. i'll i'll put the link in the the podcast words thing that's Excellent. a technical term obviously that's a bit too technical <laughs> for me that sounds pretty Kim, thank you. So I, I wish you well with that and um, hope people out there hear about it and are encouraged. I think there's lots of things that people can learn in a, you know, a kind of friendly, non-judgmental environment with other people who are in similar situations mm. and feel supportive and supported. Yes. So. And a word that comes to mind is collaborative. Oh, gosh, yeah. About collaborating. Fantastic so word. Thank you. That's my word for the day. So it's not about you preaching to people, it's about you inviting them to to share some ideas and and, um, go forward a little bit more confident about their ability to parent. Absolutely. Yeah. That is good stuff. So I'll see you again. Oh, well, I wish you well with it. I'll see you again next time. Yeah. um, Possibly to hear how it's gone. Yeah. Hopefully, oh. yeah. By by the time I guess by the time we we get together again, it will all all have happened. So, yeah, I'll let you know how it's gone. So excited! Okay, hope it goes well. See you next time. See you. Okay, so that's it today. Thanks for listening. We hope it's given you some thoughts and ideas to help you growing your happy family. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks to Mari for co-hosting. Mari's got a podcast as well called Intentional Conversations about counselling and therapy. And thank you to Mick Parks for the musical contributions that are on here too. If you'd like to know more about the ways that we could work together or you'd like to give us feedback about the podcast or suggestions for uh, future episodes, please go to our website at heartfeltthinking.com. And my name is Kim Leone and this has been the Growing Happy Families podcast where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick and work out what helps you to get along better. See you soon.